Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday, August 10th, 2023. So glad you're hanging out here. Coming up, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and your headlines from around the world. Now, next hour, we're going to tell you about exploding watermelons. It's a real thing. we got that coming up. Plus, a Google driver getaway in Stranger Than Fiction, and the top five mistakes that parents make getting kids ready for school. That's coming up next hour. Then in the 8 o'clock hour, Chase Tressler with Innovation Outdoor is going to get you your outdoor moment. All that and more coming up today, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning. Celebrity birthdays now, here for August 10th. Kylie Jenner is 26. Jacob Lattimore, the R&B singer, 27. Lucas Till, the new MacGyver. No, not not MacGyver. MacGyver, 33 today. Brenton Thwaites, who plays Robin on Teen Titans on HBO Max, is uh, 34 today. Ryan Eggold, who is Dr. Max Goodwin on New Amsterdam, is 39. Joanna Garcia, who played Cheyenne on Reba. And Ariel on Once Upon a Time is 44. Angie Harmon from Law & Order, who played Abby Carmichael, is 51. Justin Theroux, who's married to Jennifer Aniston. He's an actor and a writer. He played the chief of police, Kevin Garvey, on HBO's The Leftovers. He's 52. The original Bachelor, Alex Michelle. Is it Alex Michelle or Alex Michael? I don't know. He's 53 today. Michael Bivens, the Biv in Belle Biv DeVoe, is 55. Riddick Bowe, the world heavyweight champ who beat Evander Holyfield by decision in 1992. He gained some weight, joined the Marines, got kicked out, and then kidnapped his estranged wife and kids. So uh, quite the resume there. He's 56 today. John Ferris of NXS is 62. Antonio Banderas is 63. Isn't, Isn't he also the voice of Puss in Boots? I believe he is. Isn't he? I could be wrong. Rosanna Arquette. Yeah, she was the inspiration behind Rosanna. He is 64. Ian Anderson, the leader of Jethro Tull, is 76 today. It's National Lazy Day. Hmm. Okay. National Lazy Day today. All right, on this day in history, 
Missouri became the 24th state. The Smithsonian, and that was, by the way, that was in, 19, uh, in 1821 that Missouri became a state. In 1846, Congress chartered the Smithsonian Institute in honor of English scientist Joseph Smithson, who donated 500K. That's all you got to do. Just donate a bunch of money, and they name stuff after you. All right, let's see here. Son of Sam. Yeah, the postal employee David Berkowitz was arrested in Yonkers, New York after killing six people because his dog told him to. That happened on this date in 1977. Michael Jackson released his fifth album, Off the Wall, in 1979. In 84, 1984, the women's 3,000-meter race at the 84 L.A. Summer Olympics ended quickly for Mary Decker when she tripped over Zola Budd of South Africa, who was running barefoot for Britain. And let's see, Nicolas Cage married Lisa Marie Presley on this date in 2002, and, well, by Thanksgiving that same year, had filed for divorce. Geraldo Rivera married his fifth wife, 28-year-old Erica Levy on this date in 2003. And Shaft, composer Isaac Hayes, died at the age of 65 on this date in 2008. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now for your random facts. Button mushrooms, cremini mushrooms, and portobello mushrooms are all... The same mushroom, just at different stages of growth. Wow, who knew that? Somebody did. Maybe everybody, except for me. The opposite of ambidextrous is ambilevis. The opposite of ambidextrous is ambilevis. It's when somebody's clumsy with both hands. Okay. There's only one tea plantation in America. Tea is in T-E-A, like, like sweet tea. It's in South Carolina. It's owned by the Bigelow Tea Company, a tea plantation. Okay. Okay, one of the main reasons Blu-ray beat HD DVD is because Sony included a Blu-ray player in the PlayStation 3 to get it into a ton of houses. Yeah, because they came out at the same time and... One wasn't necessarily better than the other. I actually had an HD DVD player that was given to me like for a wedding present or something. And shortly thereafter, it's like there's there aren't any HD DVDs. They're all Blu-ray. Anyway, because of the cost, they lost $200 on every PlayStation 3 they sold. Yeah, they lost about $3 billion in total by putting these Blu-ray players in there. But it was all in a way to change the industry. You feel like you got duped? I don't know. I kind of do. Anyway, those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning to you. Thanks for being here. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Getting a look now at your headlines from around the world. Hey, don't forget, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, it's our outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. But uh, back to the headlines here. China tips into deflation in July, a warning sign for the global economy. It's Falling consumer prices are the opposite of what happened in most of the rest of the world when COVID-19 restrictions eased. Many countries are still trying to tame inflation. The danger is that the expectation of tumbling prices could further sap demand, exacerbate debt burdens, and make it hard for the economy to improve using the stimulus measures Beijing has traditionally relied on. Deflation is particularly risky for countries 
with high debt burdens such as China, since it will add to debt servicing costs for borrowers and likely prompt them to spend and invest less. Special Counsel Jack Smith obtained a search warrant earlier this year requiring Twitter to produce data and records related to Donald Trump's account. Twitter, known now as X. A federal appeals court affirmed a lower court decision that held the social media company formerly known as Twitter in contempt of court for its slow response to the warrant and imposed a $350,000 fine. Smith also got a non-disclosure order that prohibited X from notifying anyone about the warrant. X argued in court it violated the company's First Amendment rights. The company did not respond to a request for comment. And the U.S. and Saudi Arabia agreed on a path for Riyadh to recognize Israel. It includes concessions to the Palestinians, U.S. security guarantees, and civilian nuclear help. That's according to U.S. officials. They are cautiously optimistic that in the next 9 to 12 months, they can hammer out the details of what would be the most significant Middle East peace deal in a generation. Okay. And your final headline, the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ's battle over new listings is a sign that the IPO market is bouncing back. The NASDAQ recently won Instacart's listing setting uh, set to take place before year-end and chip designer Arm, while the New York Stock Exchange snagged Birkenstock and marketing automation platform Clavio. Listing fees can add up to as much as a half a million dollars a year per company for an exchange, and winning big listings means coveted bragging rights. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Didn't know they paid to be on those exchanges. But hey, it's all about the money, isn't it? And those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. Good morning to you. Well, have you been uh, weathering this extreme heat? You know, a little cool down here the last couple days, which has been nice. But uh, definitely been a hot summer for sure. And it's affecting some things in interesting ways, specifically fruit. That's right. Watermelons are turning into deadly ticking time bombs. I mean, this is the kind of thing you see uh, previewed on, you know, like Inside Edition tonight. Tonight on Inside Edition, just when you thought the cookout was safe, you had watermelon guts all over you and seeds shooting out. You know, something like that. That's the way that they would sensationalize it. But it is happening. The heat could cause the fruit inside of a watermelon to ferment And if you see it sort of foaming up, bubbling out of the watermelon, that is a, well, that's a sign. She's going to blow! It's complicated, but basically it's a combination of bacteria, the fruits, natural sugars, and above average temperatures. Uh, And so whether it's where they grow or whether where uh, they're being stored, you don't keep them out in the garage or on the front porch or something like that. You need to bring it inside. It sounds like it's a fun thing, <laughs> like like it, beca- it ferments and becomes like watermelon alcoholic punch or something. No, no, no. It's dangerous. You should not eat it because it's the ideal environment for toxic pathogens. Yeah, am I scaring you? We're talking botulism, E. coli, and salmonella. And if enough gas is produced in the process, that's when it explodes. So if you want to avoid it, they say, the experts say, you know, they say, keep watermelons in the fridge once you bring them home hopefully one you know you don't want to like buy one at the store go you know stay out doing stuff with it in your car you know what 
you might come out of wherever you are and there's watermelon guts all over the inside of your car. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So you treat it like some ice cream or something or a gallon of milk and get it home and into the fridge to help your watermelon keep from exploding. All right, you're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. We're about to get to Stranger Than Fiction, but first I want to tell you, hey, whether you're new to tax prep or have a few years under your belt, you could have a tax pro career at your local H&R Block. Call the Berryville location at 870-423-3376 and earn extra income and have a flexible schedule with full-time or part-time work that meets your lifestyle. A meaningful new career as a tax pro could be yours with the completion of H&R Block's income tax course and remote options are available. Call H&R Block in Berryville, 870-423-3376 for an instructor-led classroom course today or go to hrblock.com slash class. Enrollment restrictions and course materials may apply. Enrollment in or completion of the H&R Block income tax course is neither an offer nor a guarantee of employment. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, do you ever look up your house on uh, Google Street View and say, oh, I wonder if I, you know, maybe I can see myself outside or something, or you see one of these Google cars go by with a crazy camera on the top? Well, if you live in Middleton, Florida, outside of Tampa, and your house is a blur on Google Maps, this could be why. A man in Florida was arrested last week after leading the Middletown Police Department on a high-speed chase. At the time, he was driving a Google Street View car. Yeah, you've seen them. They have a bunch of those cameras on the top. The driver wasn't running from the police initially. The cop just saw the car flying down the highway at over 100 miles per hour. How are you going to get good images at that kind of speed? Anyway, the cop immediately turned on his light, started pursuing, but the Google driver refused to stop. I got pictures to take! He probably said. The high-speed chase continued for several miles before the driver eventually lost control of the car, drove through a yard, and into a creek. Now, those are probably some good images. Anyway, the car got stuck in there. The driver told police he was scared to stop. Oh, boy. The police haven't released any other details on what the guy's deal was, but I am looking forward to those street view pics. Can I get an amen? That's stranger than fiction. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here on your Thursday. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law Online at OzarkJustice.com. By the way, our outdoor moment coming up next hour from Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Of course, Chase had a birthday this week. Happy belated to Chase. And uh, we'll get to that next hour. Right now, though, we're talking about school. Back to school for many area schools happening next week. And uh, there's a recent poll that was conducted asking parents and teachers what their first thought is each morning during the school year. The most common answer from both teachers and parents is, I have so much to do today. Half of parents and teachers don't always get enough sleep once school starts up and, well, the personal time takes a hit too. Yeah, there's not a lot of me time going on. The average parent only gets one hour and 16 minutes of it at the uh, end of each day. See, I think there's a lot more me time during school than not for parents. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, when your kids are home, not a lot of me time. Uh, But anyway, for teachers, though, I do understand. So especially for teachers who are parents and teachers, no me time during the summer and then no me time during the school year. Sorry, teachers. Anyway, for teachers, it's about one hour and 12 minutes at the end of the day. Just it's uh, four minutes less than the average parent. So the poll is asking parents to name the most common mistakes that they've made while getting their kids ready for school. Parents said 
The number one thing on the list was forgetting to pack them a lunch. Yeah, has that happened to you? Uh, Oversleeping and running late is on the list as well. Forgetting to feed them breakfast. Dressing them in a mismatched outfit. Okay, these are the younger kids out there. The older kids just mismatch all their own. Yeah, they do it all on their own. Do it themselves. Uh, Giving them the wrong lunch. Yeah, is also on the list. Giving them the wrong backpack. And forgetting to pack specific school materials they need that day and forgetting to pack extracurricular stuff like sports equipment. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, one of our kids has forgotten their lunch or their bag or something like that and have to run up to the school and uh, make sure that they got it. Not me, my wife. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it happens. I mean, I think it probably happens once a week. or We've, we've gone in streaks where my wife has been at the school uh, every day because of some absent-minded thing the kids have done, not not her. Uh, it's like, hey, you know, our kids are old enough. You need to remember the stuff that you need. And if, you know, if it was up to me, I would say just let them starve for the day and then they will remember it next time. But, you know, these schools tend to frown on that. All right. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now for our outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Being brought to you by our good friends at Arkansas Elite Welding Academy. You know, you could end up becoming a professional welder in just three months. Arkansas Elite Welding Academy is a private trade school less than two hours away in Quitman, Arkansas, with individualized training and decades of instructor experience. That's going to give you a realistic on-the-job environment with the most sought-after skills in the industry. Tours are available on most Thursdays at 930. Visit their website for more information, ArkansasEWA.com. Or give them a call and tell them that you heard it on the Ike Wingate Show. Their number is 1-833-ELITE-10. That's 833-ELITE-10. All right, Chase, come on in here. Good morning to you. Well, good morning, Ike. It's a wonderful Thursday morning here in the Ozarks. I've really enjoyed the rain we've had come through this week. I hope everybody's enjoyed it also for August. Uh, this morning, I'm going to touch real quick on a on a simple little topic that I, the question got brought up earlier and that's uh, what's required to fish and have fishing license if you're fishing state bodies of water like state uh, maintain lakes river streams where the agfc the missouri department of conservation they maintain the regulations and the rules and you know also a lot of times they'll take fish hatchery fish and stock these bodies of water you are required to have a state license if you're 16 or older you must have a state fishing license if you're from out of state, you got to have a non-resident fishing license. And then there's some parts of Table Rock and the White River areas that you can get a White River pass. I believe it's a WRL pass. And Arkansas and Missouri residents can fish into the borders of each state a little bit. You'll want to check on that a little further in depth if you're interested in it. But like I said, any states, lake streams that are maintained by the AGFC of the Missouri Department of Conservation, you know, you must have a valid fishing license. You know, you got to go by their size limits and bag limits. And if you're fishing for trout, you also need to purchase a trout stamp. Now, when you're talking about farm ponds, private property, places like this, you're not required to have a fishing license. Uh, You don't have to maintain or go by the regulations and size limits. Uh, You can basically catch what you want and keep what you want as long as you have permission from the landowner or you own the property yourself. Also, there's pay-to-take lakes that may be able to to let you fish there. I don't believe you got to have a fishing license for those either as long as they're a pay-to-take style lake. 
They may have some requirements on bag limits and size limits, but you don't have to have a state license. Now, some cities and, and uh, municipalities may have lakes they've installed, like the city of Berryville has a George's Pond. You know, a lot of people utilize that, and it's great for the kids. You know, they stock that lake. They buy the fish and put it in there from donations. So that, again, you don't aren't required to have a state license. Uh, you, there may be a fee to the city. I don't believe there is, but you'll have to check into that also. So just know that if you're on a state body of water, one of the lakes, one of the rivers, streams, you must have a fishing license if you're over 16 and follow the regulations by the Arkansas Game and Fish or the Missouri Department of Conservation. If you're on private property, you've got permission to be there and own it. If you're in a pond or a pay-to-take lake, you don't have to have that Arkansas or Missouri state license. So everybody have a great weekend and stay safe. Now, your headlines. A former West Fork police officer pleaded not guilty to negligent homicide in the death of a motorist during a traffic stop that happened in late December. Christopher David Cordero, 34 of Prairie Grove, is charged in connection to the death of Michael J. Hanna, 49 of West Fork, who who died while being taken into custody by Cordero. According to information from the Arkansas State Police, the agency investigating the case, a negligent homicide is a Class A misdemeanor punishable by up to one year in jail and a fine of $2,500 if convicted. And the plead was not guilty yesterday. And Arkansas Secretary of State John Thurston will run for state treasurer next year, he announced yesterday. Thurston is a Republican who won re-election last year. He's saying now that he'll run for the post held by Treasurer Larry Walther. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders appointed Walther after Treasurer Mark Lowry died last month. Thurston said, quote, I'm confident that with my experience and dedication to the people of Arkansas, I can continue to serve our state well in the role of state treasurer. Thurston is the first candidate to announce a bid for treasurer in next year's election. And finally, while nobody in Arkansas won the estimated $1.58 billion Mega Millions jackpot that was drawn on Tuesday night, one lucky natural state player is holding a $10,000 ticket. According to Arkansas scholarship lottery officials, a ticket matching four white balls and a mega ball was sold in Yellville prior to the Tuesday drawing. The ticket holder has 180 days to claim their $10,000 prize. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here on your Thursday. Well, are you the kind of person that uh, has a hankering for something sweet at a certain time of the day? According to a recent survey, you're most likely to reach for something sweet at 2.30 p.m. That's right. The After lunch lull kicks in. The survey was done for National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day last week. It found that chocolate chip is our favorite type of cookie by far. The top five are chocolate chip, then peanut butter, then double chocolate. What? This is like cheating a little bit, isn't it? Double chocolate chip, then white chocolate with macadamia nuts. I do like that. Certainly chocolate chip number one, but that macadamia nut cookie thing pretty good oatmeal raisin but it is in the top five uh, it's also voted the top cookie that we associate with anger an oatmeal raisin cookie goes hand in hand with anger i don't know why probably because that feeling you get when you think you're biting into a chocolate chip cookie and it's actually a raisin cookie anyway but 230 is when the sweet tooth kicks in just so you know you've been warned Here's a couple other stats on cookies according to America's dessert preferences. One in six Americans eat at least one dessert a day. Do you fit in that? The states where people are most likely to eat a 
sweet a day, a dessert a day, Tennessee, Colorado, Louisiana, and North Carolina. The most common desserts we reach for are ice cream, cookies, and anything with chocolate. The average person eats around 200 cookies a year, or four per week. Milk was voted the best drink, of course, to have. Then coffee is next, then hot chocolate. Can you imagine that? Double chocolate chip cookie plus hot chocolate? Yeah, talk about a uh, sugar crash. People were four times as likely to say they prefer soft and chewy cookies compared to crisp or crunchy ones. Yeah, I don't understand why someone would ever prefer a crunchy cookie. They're probably terrorists, secretly. Oatmeal raisin was voted the angriest cookie. French macarons. Macron. A macaroon. Uh, They're the sexiest cookie? What? What are we talking about here? Why are we going this... (laughs) Double chocolate chip represent love the best. And snickerdoodles were voted the most fun cookie. Okay, this is according to a survey of Americans. I don't create the opinions on these. I just deliver them. And then you decide. What do you think? 870-505-1518. Send me a text. Let me know what is your favorite cookies. Uh, what, What is your favorite cookie? And how many do you eat a year? Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.